All right, let's go. It's Sunday Pour. Ready to start off your weekend right. Let's get right into it. We got Cousin Ant here on the other line. How's it going, man? What's new? Um, not to be too graphic here, but it was a close call. I didn't know if the show was going to happen. Well, oh, no. What's going on over there? I just had some uncontrollable shits. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, well, we will... Uh, Oh, we got some red right out of the little Cabernet right out of the box. I wasn't going to drink until Selection Sunday on the show, but I needed something. No, it sued your stomach. It was open. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> and, just, and is just chugging Cabernet out of the bottle right now. It is Cabernet. Letting us all uh, stew in his, with this idea of his bowel movements going on. Thanks. That's a great way to, that really is a great way to start the show. I'm glad you're feeling up to it, though. I really didn't have an opener, so that was it. You, um, uh, all right, is this going to be like a rush show? You have to get out of here in a certain amount of time? Do you think I have to make a run for it at some point? I hope not. I hope not. All right. You're, you're a professional, but, uh, you know, we'll do, we'll do what you got to do. You got to give you, you know, you got to give your bowels like a mental alarm. Like, you know, when to wake up in the morning. Yeah. You got to know when to shut it down. Like, if you have a long car ride. Oh, yeah. Yep. You got to know. Just shut it down. Don't even think about it. They got to cooperate on some level. Yeah. Famous wow. last words. Well, I got even more disgusting thing than that, believe it or not, to question. Neither of us are what you would call reality TV aficionados or anything like that. Not, a little touch, a touch. Used to watch the real world. <laughs> okay, so you know, like uh, the artifacts of reality TV. I'm talking about current day reality TV. I got current a, day. I, no, I have a question for you. Uh, didn't Tristan Thompson divorce the Kardashian like years ago? They're always in the fucking news, and I have no idea why. I just like Tristan and Chloe. I see it constantly. And I'm wondering why the fuck I'm still seeing these two stupid-ass names all the time. It really fucking bothers me. He's always cheating on... He's, it's always like Tristan is still is cheating on Chloe. But I'm like, didn't they get divorced like six years ago because he's cheating on her? How could he still be fucking cheating on her? I don't fucking get... And I'm pissed off that I keep seeing these fucking morons in headlines. It he literally make- did it on camera. He did it on end video. There was video of him banging a chick. Was it like, but that was years ago, right? Yeah. Were they ever married? I don't know. Why, why am I, why is this still a thing? What he fucking does behind her back or not with her. Like, I don't fucking get it. Why is this a big story? Tristan fucking Thompson. Are you kidding me? It's like, it's, and also Chloe's like the fourth most famous Kardashian, right? She's not even, she's, so it's like Tristan who was. Oh yeah. The younger one surpassed her way hotter and Tr- way more famous. Tristan was the sixth man on a championship team, maybe? Was he, Or is he further, further down the bench? Either way. He, uh, he started on that shitty Cavs team that lost to the Warriors. I don't know exactly where he was, though. All right. So wasn't he a high draft pick, Tristan Thompson? Oh, he's a bit player on decent teams. Like, come on, man. Why, why are we following? Why is he still around? Like, why is he still in fucking, like, newspapers? And why don't we fucking see clickbait with this fucking guy's face on all the time? What happened with him? Did he get – he got caught cheating again? I, how could he be cheating? Then they get divorced. That's the, that's the whole fucking point. Like, just fucking let it go. 
Why are we still fucking talking about it? Why do people still care? Like Tristan Thompson, a I don't know, like a, the ninth most the ninth most famous Cav, tenth most famous Cav in the past ten years, and Chloe. Like, come on, Chloe with a K, K H. I've seen. I did see her in some sort of like skin commercial recently. I think she was bouncing Tristan Thompson's kid, his offspring on her lap. There was like two of them. <laughs> I, th- I think they were his. That's the latest I've seen of Chloe. I haven't, I haven't seen, Tr- I couldn't tell you who Tristan Thompson played for. I don't, I, no I don't know. I just saw the headline, man. I'm like, how is she, how, how are people still getting mad at this guy for cheating when it's hap- it happened forever ago? I just I don't understand why I'm still seeing these people's names. I don't. It bothers me. I don't get it. And there's a lot more important shit in the news. A lot more pressing matters at hand. But I mean, my God, why am I still seeing these idiots? Get them out of here, please. The Kardashians have a real long leash when it comes to being treated like shit. Like eventually they'll bounce, but they will put up with a lot. I guess, yeah, I guess. It's good for TV. Maybe that's what it is. Is that show still on? Uh, I think it finally went away, but, I mean, I don't think it's never going to go completely away, right? You're always going to have a reunion in the can or something. Isn't that, like, the most popular reality show ever? I guess, yeah. People, like, idolize those. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you just suck one dick and get real famous off it, that's really the way to do it, but. You know, I don't know. I am on Kim's side against Kanye, but that's more because I just don't I don't really like Kanye. Yeah, I'm a Pete Davidson guy. But it's mostly because well, I mean of his dad. it's the same thing. It's mostly because he's from New York and his dad. I was never a Pete Davidson guy, but like Kanye's kind of like left me no choice. He's kind of just pushed me into his arms. Pete the thing with Pete Davidson <laughs> just like just like Kim. Uh yeah. The thing with Pete Davidson was always that. Like, I never thought he was that funny. But I always liked him because, you know, his dad's a hero and I just wanted it. I always wanted to see the kid do good, you know? Yeah. Um, he's done all right. He's banged like every hot actress and singer the past 10 years. No, know. he's got unbelievable game. Kate Beckinsale. You can tell, you can tell that like, his guardian angel is, you know, definitely a fireman because he's like, yeah, all right. I can't be there for my kid, but he's going to get all like the, the prime pussy. He's getting the fireman pussy. He's getting yeah. the nine eleven pussy twenty years later. Yeah, yeah. He's got it's pretty remarkable. It's great stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, but do you see that? It is from like weeks ago. But you see this uh, the walking in Staten uh, video from SNL. You know the song uh, "Walking in," not "Walking in Graceland." Walking in Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. Who sings that song? I don't know, but uh, I forget the guy's name. But he did. Yeah, walk, that, he did walking in Staten. I, you got to check that out if you haven't seen that. That was fucking hysterical. Uh, was it a live skit? No, it was no, it was a video. It was a music video. It's got oh, okay. It's got everything. It's got it's got cameos like top notch cameos in it. It's a great song. <laughs> it was really good. Can make an appearance. I think this uh no, she was not in it, no. No, oh, okay. Tristan Thompson's a Chicago Bull for the record. Oh, the Bulls are pretty good. There you go. He's this guy just knows where to 
he knows what team to latch on to. Uh, he was fourth overall pick. I knew he was a high draft pick. Where did he go to school? Texas. Mm. All right. Yeah, That's so. I don't, get the, I don't get the draw. I don't know why. He's still over the place. Is Lamar Odom still around? He's alive and well, yeah. He's, he's preaching in the name of Kobe right now. Oh, is he? Yeah, bring, bring me down. He's, he's basically, it's, he's basically, Tristan Thompson's basically, you know, eating Lamar's leftovers. <laughs> the crack pipes involved, I'm sure. In couldn't league. do, he could, couldn't do what Lamar did. No. On no. or off the court. No, Tristan is not, he's not half the man Lamar Odom is. <sighs> I love Kanye, by the way, his fall from grace. Oh, part of me really? loves it, but the other part of me is like, I, I can't stand that people built him up in the first place. I mean, his early rap is really good. The early stuff was huh? great. The early stuff was great. I mean, I don't his know early he's... stuff will always be great, and he could still put out good stuff today. Yeah. But they built him up like he was more than a rapper. Yeah, yeah. He kind of bought into that. Yeah. You know, he was like some humanitarian, some creative genius. It's like maybe he's just a good rapper. Maybe he's just a really good entertainer. It's like it took him putting on a red hat, the Trump hat, for people to be like, wait a second. <laughs> it's like this guy's always been an asshole. He, he fucked over Taylor Swift at that award show, the MTV Music Awards, uh, right? Team Taylor over here, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, geez, let the girl win her award. Yeah, right? it was going to go up there and go to bat for Beyonce like she needs another supporter. Yeah, it was a lot of rude. Um, and then, like, this is a funny thing he did, but remember with, like, the Bush Katrina shit? Standing next to Mike Myers? It was fucking hilarious, Mike <laughs> Myers' reaction. But, like, Kanye's always just spouting at the handle, like, looking for attention. And then it took, like, him just, like, the past five years, people to be like, wait a second. That, that this guy Katrina, an asshole? That Katrina thing was just... It, it was almost George like... Bush he, hates black people. Oh, we know Kanye. We know. <laughs> yeah. But it was like so not planned out. It was just like it was almost like he wasn't exactly sure he was gonna do it until the last minute. Oh <laughs> Mike Myers, just classic facial reaction. <laughs> just wanted to go crawl in a hole. <laughs> he just he knew he's at that point he'd been around long enough. He knew what was going on. He go, oh, all right, I'm gonna be around here for a little while. Yeah, he's like, I can come back from this, but I still don't want to be here right now. Yeah, just just hang in there, Mikey. Just hang in there. There's six more Shrek movies to do. Yeah. Yeah, those Austin Powers checks are still coming in. You'll be all right. But, no, I mean, he's he's always been about Kanye. I don't know why people are so shocked by his behavior recently. Well, I think the thing with him is, and, I mean, don't go go playing Monday morning doctor over here. But uh, people mention like the mental health thing, but I mean that's just really throwing shots in the dark. That's like the same people who are just diagnosing, right? It's like the same people who diagnosed Antonio Brown with CTE. Well, he's always been kind of a dick. Yeah. Anytime Antonio Brown does something stupid, they go to that hit. Right. It's like you're not even. We can't even just call people an asshole nowadays. There's got to be some excuse. Like there are still assholes, right? Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I guess. Maybe so people maybe, who are just like call a spade a spade, like a guy's a dickhead. Yeah. Man, 
What's your They'll excuse still exist. Be? What's your excuse going to be when? Uh, <laughs> well, okay, let's let's not okay, let's not make it hypothetical because people do call you an asshole. So what's what should your made up diagnosis be? What do you want people to uh, use to to uh, defend you? I don't <laughs> want a defense. I am what I am. Like Popeye said, <laughs> I own it. That's that's not the game though. The game that, that just, that's not even fun. If I had to go to bat for you, what's the what's the excuse? So now, with that in mind, you don't want it to be an excuse. Keep that in mind. So the excuse has to be great. So if you get caught saying something stupid or just being an asshole, you need it out. Right. Like, let's say somebody goes back uh, a couple episodes and you're talking about keying cars. So you love to key cars and stuff. Um, <laughs> that was you. <laughs> What do you want people? Well, let's pretend it was you. What, what do you What do you want people to say about you um, for your you know your keen cars problem? Uh, some some sort of alcohol. Oh, alcohol amnesia. Is that something? That's blaming the booze, though. Alcohol amnesia. It's not blaming alcohol, alcohol. It's not alcohol. Alzheimer's or something. Something like that. It's not alcohol's fault. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not really an asshole. He just uh, he stubbed his toe. Tourette's. How about Tourette's syndrome? That's a good one. Oh, Tourette's is good if you ever have uh, some road rage issues or. Craig Carton wouldn't be happy using that as a, as an excuse, but curse somebody out in a. Uh, does he have Tourette's, line. Carton? Yeah, yeah, he does. He says he he says he does. I don't. I don't buy it. I guess he's got under control. I don't know. I think he's got verbal diarrhea. I don't know about Tourette's. He's got a tick. He's got a tick or two. I think he's hiding behind the Tourette's. Oh, he's That'd be great if we could just call out people for oh, the minute. It's like Big Lebowski. This crowd can walk. It's just trying to lift him out of the chair. Like, just, call, just start calling people out. Uh, but the second you put like any kind of diagnosis or you have like one of these words, like, like the whole Ben Simmons thing, when he got traded to Brooklyn, it was always like, well, you got to dance around the mental health thing. Cause uh, it's obviously mental health is very important. But the second you attach that label, uh, maybe he's got some, some issues or something. It's not any, it used to be something that was like said in hushed tones behind people's backs. Now it's out in the open. And it's like, well, now he's being upfront about his, or we have to assume He's got something wrong with them, and automatically that person becomes a sympathetic figure. And you have no, and God forbid you say something nasty about a sympathetic figure. I mean, you can't possibly, anybody who has ever been wronged in their life, you cannot say anything negative about. It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, hang on a second. You know, he lost his goldfish like a week ago. Yeah. Break, all right. Listen, listen, I'll go after all these guys and call out their bullshit, okay? I don't look at it. I'm not being insensitive to the, you know, people with mental illnesses. I'm defending those people who actually have mental issues. I'm on their side. I'm in their camp. I'm defending them. And I'm not, I'm not letting some rich entitled athlete piggyback on a, you know, and attach themselves to a serious issue. Yeah. It should not be a, a shield for your assholery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben Simmons definitely has some issues, but I mean, I mean, all right. 
let's go back. Uh, let's go back. You know, over twenty years ago, Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch was a punchline on Sports Center for forever. Yeah. Nowadays, if someone forgot how to throw the ball to first base, mental health. Oh yeah, can't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. They have him in fucking therapy. There's a lot better players than Ben Simmons who choked in the playoffs too. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe was one of them. Yeah, I mean, listen, the guy had a little bit of the yips. He didn't want to shoot the ball. Is that mental? Yes, but sports, like, at that high of a level is very mental. I don't think it's, it's – I don't think it's an illness, though. <laughs> like, there's a fine line between an illness and just kind of letting the moment kind of be too big. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know how you differentiate. As soon, like I said, as soon as they throw that out there, like Ben Simmons yeah. isn't a schizophrenic, right? Right, right. But as soon as you <laughs> as soon as you say that, though, you attach it to him, and it, it, you're dancing around it for the rest of their career. Anything ever happens, and you have to be very careful how you talk about it. Or not we, but I mean people that talk about it for a living, and teammates and coaches, they got to dance around it. Yeah. Well, you're right. That is, it's a fucking, it's an umbrella for them. They just pop, pop it open and kind of saves them a little bit of ridicule. Yeah, it's the new of, age of like Sports Center too. They always want to give soft landings to the athlete. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's the whole thing with uh, ESPN. Man, they fucking ruined Sports Center. Like, it was, Sports Center was the greatest show ever, and they fucking ruined it. Um, yeah, and now they're like we're entrusting them to like to be a big part of fixing baseball. Like they're fucked. <laughs> Baseball's fucked. Well, that's why bringing on like Mad Dog is a breath of fresh air because even like people who aren't familiar with Mad Dog mm-hmm. think he's probably doing a shtick. Like no, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, like those guys are sticky. Mad Dog is that's what you see is what you get. That's actually him. That's. Yeah, that is 100% legit, and it is – the passion is very real. He is – it is not – he does not stir himself up. He is very passionate about these topics. Not for show. Not, not – It's his get, vice. Not to get looks. Not to get likes. Not to get whatever. Not his brand. No, not his brand. It's just that's who he's been from fucking day one on WFAN. I yeah. remember when he went on with Stern, when he first got the job at, at Sirius, they interviewed him. Yeah. I think Artie may have still been there. Like Howard, you know, trying to needle him a little bit and just like pick away at the surface, like find out who this guy is. Like, you got any vices? Like, you know, women, booze or whatever. And he's like, no, it's just sports. It's like, that's it. Like that's <laughs> – and the guy is just a wealth of knowledge. He has unbelievable ammo in his hip pocket. You know, pull out, uh, you know, Larry Bird's stat line from game five in 84. In the finals. <laughs> I mean, it's a little Nobody ridiculous. can hang with him, man. It's like a, Stephen A. Smith, I'm sorry. No shot. Well, all right, because those guys got to drum it up. Those guys have to, like, they're actors. He, dog's not acting. No, that's who he is, man. It's psychotic, but that's who he is. Yeah. Uh, it is a little ridiculous when Dog, like, pulls out names from, like, the 1968, like, Vikings or something. Uh, like, like I'm not gonna like, uh, most diehard Vikings fans. Like I know that. Like, come on, man. I don't know who the backup center was for the fucking 
Portland Trailblazers when when they won, when they won in 1972, whatever it was, 73. As a historian. I mean, Frances is probably just as good, but Dog's yeah. just more, you know, obviously a character. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A little um, more animated. It's so funny you call it a breath of fresh air. A guy's 70 years old. <laughs> He's going into ESPN and as nice he breathes some fresh air into the stale old uh, offices in Bristol. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, hey, they needed it, you know? Needed it. Get him on Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember when him and Mike called a, a Mets-Phillies game. Wow. Back in, like, it was at Shea Stadium, so it had to be prior to – oh, I think it was, like, 07. It may have been the last year of the stadium. I don't remember. Wow. 07, 06. Yeah. It was tremendous because he's just, like, kind of just fly off the handle. This guy stinks. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's a – just two two guys like talent like it is you know it's not they're not doing like announcer voices right yeah that's <laughs> you see how good the announcer voice uh treated like tom brenneman it's like you know every time they bring in a reliever you know this guy has good stuff you know let's take a look at his numbers i remember they brought arthur rhodes in the game and they were just like oh <laughs> this guy has got a big out in his life <laughs> we're gonna see some fireworks now yeah. You oh, need more of that in the announcer booth. Honesty? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, there's not not sugarcoating any of it. Just give me just give me the straight dope. That's it, man. Right. They need to like combine the old out I don't want to call it outdated because it's you know announcing a game. It's it's still like an important craft. They need to find a way to combine that and the Manning cast. Yeah. Because the Manning cast is cheesy, but they're heading in the right direction. But it's just a little cheesy. Right. Well, that's – I mean, it's good for like a second a second uh, screen or a second option, but you can't have that be your main – or you can still have the main one, but be, have it be a little looser. Right? It doesn't need to be as uptight as some of these guys are. I mean, like, like just Al, like Alan and Collinsworth, like those guys are very loose – they're not. Yeah, Al's loose. Yeah, but he, he's got the like the the announcer voice. But yeah, it's still very relaxed, and uh, it's still to me it t- touches the sport. Of, of these guys, you like you don't feel like come anywhere near the sport. Don't do the sport any kind of justice. Like, I, like it's amazing. Like when you see Iron Eagle, like what Iron Eagle looks like, and how you know, like you hear him calling a game, like you're in. He looks nothing like. A guy you would say, yeah, he's the guy I won't call my game. But he is – he's got the voice and he's got like – he's loose about it, right? He's not – Yeah. Not stiff at all. Um, but it's very mean, hard. It's very difficult. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's very – I mean, he's also quick and he's funny, Eagle. Um, yeah, you got to be quick. But uh, you got a lot of these guys who just kind of like stick to the stick to the basics, stick to the cliches. Right, this guy's got good stuff. You know, he's shooting. You know, shooting this percentage. He's hitting this. Yeah, like if you close your eyes, you would think you were watching a Family Guy episode where they were spoofing announcers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of these guys. Yeah, very true. It's uh, I forget who it was. There's certain guys that I can't hear call a game, and they sat and they've called like video games before. Uh, Tom Brenneman. Well, yeah, Brenneman is 
the Bremen got fired, right? He was the yeah, he got axed. There was right. no coming back from what Tom Brenneman did. Right, that was the Castellano dinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a deep flight of left right in the middle of his apology. <laughs> um, was it Brenneman? Did he call video games? Whatever it was. But it was yeah, yeah Tom was... Brenneman, say what you want. Guy may be a homophobe. Great announcer voice. Yeah, but to me, he's too he's st- he's too stiff though. To me, he was very rigid and just it was like a computer program. He's got a, he's got the uh, a voice for like a radio play by play guy. Yeah, he's like he's too it's it's like too locked in. I don't know, man. Like it's it's too robotic to me. It's he yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. He he's he's almost got too much too much of an announcer's voice at times. Yeah, you don't want to be generic announcer's voice. He might be the most successful of the generic. He he is because I don't. I never minded him like doing big playoff games on Fox back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I love him. He's all right. He's all right. But he's just yeah. I I some I said what I had to say. About him, um, or somebody else though. That was oh, maybe it was Brenneman. Could have been. I mean, he was definitely he's definitely in video games. Uh, yeah, and Harlan used to call video games like um NBA games, and it's very weird to hear him because he is. I mean, he's a character. He's doing it. Yeah, Harlan's okay. He's good. Uh, good basketball guy. Yeah, I think there's Monday football. football. There's football on the radio. Monday Night football is that what he does. Yeah, he. I think Carlin actually probably belongs on the radio. He called basketball game. That's fine on TV. For I'm saying football. Oh, okay. Well, did you uh, did you see this <clears throat> Wheel of Fortune blunder? <laughs> I actually I didn't see it. I read about it. Did you – I read about it too, and then I had to go back. I See, I, I saw it on Twitter, and I gave a chuckle to, you know, the blunder see, to see the puzzle that nobody could solve. And then I saw the posts uh, posted an article on Twitter, and I read the headline, and I, and I made the mistake of reading the article. And, I mean, this is – I mean, this is ridiculous. Have you looked into – what is it was, into what these contestants are saying? It was shooting from the, like, as their excuse, you mean, for getting it wrong? Or just what they say? Not that? so much excuse as, like, they're, they're talking about how they've been getting shit online and, and they're, they've been publicly humiliated. Are you, uh, well, let's keep it going. Was it shooting from the blank? Is that what it was? It was, it was. It was way too much. I mean, listen, you have to – first of all, you signed up to be on TV. No, no, no. So. What, was, you know, what was the puzzle? Shooting from the blank? No, the it was uh, – now we can't even think of it. Um, oh, it was another another feather in your cap. Oh, okay. There was like only three words missed – three letters missing. Okay. Well, no. Was, and all three – I'm pretty sure all three contestants got it wrong. They all had a crack. And what was showing? Was it AP? 
Uh, let me get it up. <laughs> Another uh, – damn it. It was just up. Uh, come on, don't fail me now. <laughs> they all got. I feel like another feather was showing, like every letter in another and a feather were showing, and then it was just a couple, like one word from in, one word from cap, one letter from cap was missing, and one letter from your. Yeah. So, so ready? I got it right here. Another feather. Those words are clear. I mean, that should be enough right there to get this puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> and then the I is missing an in. Okay, but you know it's in. the U. The U is missing in your. Okay. And then the C is missing in cap. So it's just app. All right. Yes. And I, right. I don't know what the guesses were, but they all <laughs> got it wrong. And I'm just I'm reading this. I mean this. The 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 sad part is that people are saying that we the contestants were not intelligent. And we're trying to belittle our college degrees. I mean, who? I mean, this, are you, this, uh, are you doing LinkedIn searches on these people to see what they're, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've never done a, I've never done a Google search on a game show contestant to see, you know, where they got, you know, how far they got in school and their studies. And also let's have a little bit of fucking thicker skin people. Like we getting a little bit of heat for getting something wrong. Wheel of fortune. I mean, there's no reason to respond to it. Just fucking let it go. Shut the or fuck just up. lean into it, lean into it and embrace it. Like you fucked up. You had a brain farm. I've never considered myself a great wheel of fortune player. I could easily see myself having a stupid blunder like that on wheel of fortune. Just poke a little fun at yourself. There's hours. There's videos on YouTube hours long celebrating like family feud blunder. Yes. they're hilarious yeah oh yeah they're hilarious like what there's and i saw sage act defending them all right like he's just doing his hostly duty i'm not gonna get on sage act but like these people <laughs> you signed up to be on television like if that was me or you we would be getting roasted by everyone we knew yeah. for the foreseeable future and that's oh, how you, it should be oh you kidding me the text message would be worse than anything i read online yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe you just maybe these people just spend too much time on the internet. And I'm sure there are some people on Twitter, on social media that maybe went too far, like, hey, you should go kill yourself. You know, like there's always gonna be idiots like that on Twitter. That stuff you have to just like realize those people have some issues. Like, you know, just it, those are the ones you truly have to ignore. But yeah. anybody just coming at you and breaking your balls, what do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a sense of humor if you fuck up that bad. On TV. Right. Can we at least admit that you had a blunder? That it's, yeah. I mean, there's a reason that people are... Yeah. It's nothing to do with your college degree. <laughs> <laughs> people are belittling your college degree. I think you are by acting like a fucking moron after this. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm interested to see where you went to school. Yeah. Seriously. You know, I could care less about you not getting cap right, but you whining a little bitch after it because you got a little heat. That makes me wonder. They, prob- they probably saw one, you know, Twitter, you know, one yeah. app come at them. Like, where'd you go to, co-? you know, something like that. And they turned it into, oh, people are questioning yeah. our college degree. Like, no, no, you're just getting your balls broken a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You'll survive. Yeah. It's, yeah. And but not it's- for nothing. Like, if I passed one of these people on the street, I wouldn't know who they were. So no. I don't think you have to, it's not Steve Bartman. Okay. You didn't cost the Cubs a trip to the World Series. I think you could leave your house. Yeah. Yeah, put this in the, 
Just put this blunder as a little feather in your cap. That's all. <laughs> well done. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, Wheel of Fortune contestants. Get over it. It's here. Wheel of Fortune. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be out there having a good time, guy. Jesus. <laughs> also, I mean, get it fucking right next time, you fucking choke artists. <laughs> you, and ben, <laughs> you and Ben Simmons. <laughs> maybe, that's what, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they have mental health issues. You, you yeah. You're the asshole for attacking them. Right. It's going to come out that they got issues, and now we're all, we're all deep shit now. Speaking we of, the public. You know what? Speaking of mental health issues. Ash Wednesday? Oh, I forgot it was Ash Wednesday yesterday. Happy Mardi Gras. But no, but you know, who's like the most famous, like neurotic guys with all kinds of problems and somehow has parlayed them into this massive, ridiculously successful career is Larry David. I was going to say Woody Allen, but right track, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, he might be a little more neurotic. But Larry David, a classic Larry David move. He had a documentary that was coming out this week and just pulled a plug on it like the day before. It was like, now we're not going to air it tomorrow. Do you see this? Oh, I saw that. He wanted to, uh, he wants to do it in front of a live audience. Yeah, I don't know what that means. If he wants to like put the movie on in front of a live audience or he wants to like play act it in front of a live audience. I have no idea what the fuck that means. But it's just a, cl- that is the most Larry David like professional move and professional and like in the, in the public eye move that I, I could, that I could think of. I mean, I know like towards the end of Seinfeld, like I think he wasn't part of it at the end because he kind of just walked uh, off. Yeah. But, that, but at that point, nobody really knew who he was. He was behind the scenes, you know, played a couple of bit parts, but nobody, it wasn't like famous Larry David. Now he's, you know, he's more famous than Jerry almost. And, uh, Oh, well, yeah, he might be at this point. Just currently. I mean, Jerry famous. Jerry's ridiculously famous. But just, you know, today, like, just at I think with moment. younger people, he's probably more famous than Jerry because Jerry's kind of been away for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's doing crypto stuff. He's on during the Super Bowl. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry used to do Super Bowl commercials, not anymore. He did, yeah. He, uh, he did. didn't he do one with George a few years back? Oh, that's right. Yeah, even recently he did one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the, he used to do the American Express commercials, Jerry. Right? Yes. Yes. Getting gas. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Perfect pour. <laughs> perfect pump. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, just <laughs> I don't know what HBO does in that situation, but pull. I mean, that guy, Larry David probably pulls all the strings over there anyway. But I mean, even as if I think it was last night, because I was flip, I'd heard I was canceling it. But as I'm flipping through on, on the HBO, it said the Larry David movie, and it was they were airing like Coming to America or something instead. So they didn't even have a chance to change it, like in the, in the, um, what do you call it? Like the TV guide online. The guide, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that is probably, you have it in the can. It's separately, it's like whatever. It's not like a gigantic release. It's not, you know, in Kong in 1938 or something. But, you know, there it is. Like, oh, Larry David movie. And he's like, no, not going to do it. it that, that, that conversation, I imagine, is a lot like that crypto commercial. Just like, nah, we're not doing it. Why not? Nah, it's not. I'm not doing it. I want to do it. That's not what I want to do. Just trust me on this one. We're not doing it. Yeah, I wonder what it was that uh, 
why he had to pull the plug on it. I just wonder if he just went all in on his support for uh, the Russian government. And he was like, maybe it's not the right time. <laughs> people, people don't need to know my connections to Putin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just wait and see at this point, right? We'll see when it comes out. I guess. I don't know. I got it. I, it wasn't like something I was dying to watch. I didn't even know it was coming out until they pulled the plug on it. <laughs> also, please stop. Just This goes for Larry and Matt Damon and anybody else. Please stop fucking trying to sell me crypto. Just stop trying to sell it to me. Brady. Brady's in on crypto, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to hear from any of these people. I don't want to hear from anybody richer that started out richer than me. To t- tell me about crypto. It's a fair point. I'm I'm too stupid to even like comprehend crypto. I choose not I choose not to partake in it. It seems like a seems like a very flimsy paper bag of an idea. So you wanna be you wanna be like when crypto falls apart, be the guy like yeah, never bought in. I mean <laughs> I mean I don't wanna be that guy. I I just I mean, whatever. I just well, I just, no. If it if, falls apart, you you don't want to be the guy who got in and then it fell apart as soon as you got in. I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be the guy who fell apart as soon as I got in. Right. I'm not gonna be sitting there saying I told you so if anything were to happen. But I'll be ever like. Oh, because you don't want to like rub salt in the wound if someone loses millions. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Not at all. Even if you lost a hundred bucks, I wouldn't. In your head, you thought you would a little. <laughs> I would just be thankful that. I'd just be thankful that I wasn't like totally invested in it. That's about it. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, I can't even form a thought right now on it because it doesn't make sense to me. No, cryptos, NFT, all this new age uh, currency. Oh, the NFT. What are these videos or something that I, I feel so old when I see people talk about this shit online? I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. That's why it just seems so make believe to me. Doesn't exist. You're buying some seven second video that you don't you don't hold in your hand, you don't have in your shelf that anybody can view anytime. I don't understand how that works. No, only you could view it, right? Because it's on your phone. I don't know. How, how, <laughs> that's how I, no I, that's how I interpreted it. But you own it, so why would anybody else be able to see it? If it was just a video of like something that happened in I don't know, like a dunk contest or an all-star game or NBA finals. Like, can anybody watch it anytime? Can I just fucking Google it? Like, I can't own the Jordan move against the Lakers so he switches hands. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Apparently I you can. But, yeah, but, I mean, if you can just go on YouTube and watch it or watch Michael Jordan airtime and see it, like, what's the – I don't who who invents this shit? Is there like some rich Silicon Valley people who are like, I know we can like, what's the next thing we could sell to idiots and convince them it's worth something? I, that doesn't seem like uh, like just selling the magic beans to Jack. Like this is there's a whole fucking fairy tale about this. Shit. The NFTs for sure. The crypto I can't really understand if that's good or, or if that's bullshit or not. The NFTs a thousand percent feel like bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they do. Really do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like Can when someone read? show, I think someone showed me one one time. And they were, I, what happened? Was you bid on it or something? Or and then they have it and it's worth hundreds of dollars. But can they it's sell like, it? Why? 
Can they sell it? I think it? you can sell it. Yeah, I think you can sell it. But do they? Are they holding on to it, hoping that it just multiplies? And I mean, the Beanie Babies were like this, too. We all bought Beanie Babies thinking they would explode in price. I was never year. in on Beanie Babies, ever. Everybody did it, though. Everybody's buying Beanie Babies in the 90s. Like they're going to be the fucking Mickey Mantle rookie card or something. You know, never understood it. Yeah, like a badger or something. It's a little stuffed animal. Right, I know. But it's basically there. a pet rock. Right. Because he didn't pee on the rug. <laughs> That's Family Guy reference. <laughs> obscure, <laughs> obscure Family Guy reference. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't. That's another thing. So you think it's just a fad? The <laughs> NFTs. I, I, if it's to me, it seems unsustainable. Like who's what? Why are you buying this shit? Like, this all and like Beanie games. Babies, people who did come into a, some Beanie Babies were able to move them for some money. I'm sure at the time. Point. Yeah, probably at the time because it's probably you know people bought it. Other people bought into it and said, "Oh wow, well this that one looks cool. It's gonna be rare or whatever." They only made X amount of them. So yeah, in, in the moment, maybe it'd be worth something. But um, is it a, to to me? It see it. That's what it seems like. I have no idea. I don't. I have no training or real knowledge about it, but just outside looking in, it seems like there was a lot of money just hanging out last year because nobody was commuting, nobody was driving, nobody was going anywhere, doing anything. So everybody's everyone got into the stock market in twenty early twenty twenty. Right. It was, it was it was ripe for it because nobody had everybody was bored. No, <laughs> no sports, sports to bet on. No sports to bet on. The market was still going. And, uh, yeah, and there's the whole thing. I mean, that, now you see in movies, there's documentaries about the, the whole GameStop thing. It's not that really yeah. Um But, yeah, that's, that was something that seemed, like, orchestrated where a few people were able to kind of make a few bucks. And I'm sure some, like, some of the lesser people made a few bucks on it as well. Like, people, I'm sure a couple, couple people made a few hundred bucks on it, a couple thousand dollars. But I'm sure there's just a few people who made out like bandits. Yep. Orchestrated the whole thing. That, that was a calculated hit, right? Wasn't it a Reddit chat room that all decided we we're going to buy GameStop on the same yeah. day? Was that what somebody, was? Had a, somebody had to fucking sell, though. Somebody had to make some money, right? It's not all about fuck with the system. Like, some motherfuckers just want to make money. Not yeah. everybody's, not everybody's here to, 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 you know, fight your war against the establishment. Some fucking people here, their war is putting more money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your ideals and what you want to do to stick it to capitalism. Here's the fucking pawn and this guy's money making scheme. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like I feel like the same thing with NFTs. Like, yeah, what are we going to spend our money on? Let's spend it on this. I mean, you know, but the same can be said for like works of art. Like those works of art are only worth what people are willing to pay for them. And if True. You have one person that's willing to pay a million dollars for something, that thing's worth a million dollars. Right. I mean, there's some people who will buy a game used whatever from a sporting yeah. event. They'll spend millions yep. on it. Yep. You know, and you know, I think it's cool as a sports fan, but I think most people, I mean, I would never spend an outrageous amount of money on it, but I think most people would be like, why? What's the point of having a you know pair of cleats that some guy wore in a game? Yeah, no, but some people are just like, collectors of that and they're lovers of the sport. That makes more sense to me. Uh, than, 
Maybe it's the same. No, it does. It makes more sense. Because you could actually thing. hold it. You could actually hold it. Yeah, you could display it in your house. But then again, with these people, like you said, if it's just on your phone and people's lives are on their phones, they don't mind showing like, okay, this is my prize possession right here in my phone. Ah, yeah, that's some new age shit. I, don't, I can't, I don't know. It doesn't that's make like, sense to me. Instead of putting like the, instead of putting like the undefeated Dolphins football signed by the whole team, like on your mantle, here's, yeah. I don't know, Larry Zonka at a, I don't know, doing the chicken dance at a wedding on your phone for $10 million. That is a good NFT? Larry Zonka doing the chicken dance? I, I, I guess. I, How much do you think that's worth? I'm the wrong guy to ask. <laughs> I don't know what anything's worth. Right? What you, I don't know. What I don't know for? what people are willing to pay right now, and not yeah. for nothing. Like people for the who you know the last two years that you know really had it tough, mm-hmm. businesses going out of you know out of business and not being able to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Like I would be so mad if I heard people what the amount of money they were spending on NFTs. That's the last thing. That's the last thing I need to hear about. It's yeah. all you got money. You got money burning a hole in your pocket. You're buying fucking videos. That's a great point, man. Yeah, I'd be so mad. Guy can't pay his rent. Can't keep the fucking lights on. Buying NFTs and crypto like it's going out of style. Yeah, get a life, dude. It's <laughs> a great point, man. The fuck you spend your money on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it's your money. Whatever you want to spend it on. Yeah, and crypt- crypto, right? That's just supposed to be like the future of uh, of money. Is that what the story is? I that's the way I understand it. Yeah. So cash is going to be is going to be obsolete. So everything that I have is worth nothing. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have to start over. Then I'll, your I'll, cash I is just going to light it on fire. I can't say I like you that. Can, <laughs> you can use your cash to buy crypto. I got now. It sounds like a Ponzi scheme when I put it like that. <laughs> yeah, that right. It does. I get on like your cash money. is worthless, but you can come buy all this crypto over here <laughs> for fifty cents on the dollar. <laughs> That's great. I got, a, I got a closet full of fucking quarters. <laughs> At least they're worth something still. Uh, I, I, I mean, when I see Tom Brady doing commercials, though, it's hard for me to buy in. It's fair enough. I mean, think about it. what. What do you buy with cash anymore? Like, do you still carry cash around? I I feel naked if I don't have a little bit of cash. Yeah. I'm um. Right. So for cash, I go. I usually uh, it's getting harder these days, but gas. <laughs> oh. You know, okay. I, I I try. I like going in and just paying. Hey, pump five. You know, forty bucks or whatever. All right. Um. Bucks. I fill it up. Sixty bucks now. I try and I try and hit it like on the dot. Sometimes I'll go in, I'll be like forty-eight. I try and like <laughs> nail it. Wow, it's a fun game to play. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. I if I go out to eat, I try and leave a cash tip. Yeah, that's good, definitely. Because I, I believe that waiters and waitresses get their taxes tipped if they. Uh, Tips taxed. Fuck that up. They get their tips taxed if they uh, if they're on a card, which isn't yeah. right. You should be, you should be able to just pocket that shit. It's yours. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no. They, uh, I know waiters definitely appreciate the cash tip. 
I would think maybe some younger ones don't give a shit now, but I would, if I was waiting tables, I want to see that 20% right in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Other than that, what else do I use cash for? I've got, I've bought, I don't know what, a cup of coffee recently with cash and stuff. And I've gotten change more times than ever recently. I've gotten change like in dimes, nickels, like not even getting quarters. I'm getting like five dimes. Yeah, there's a shortage of change. I'm fucking here about the fucking shortage of change, man. I don't want to fucking hear about this shit. How's there a fucking shortage of change? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Young people don't use. They don't use. The so why is there a shortage? Man. They don't use it. How why is there a shortage? There's fucking plenty of change going around because nobody's fucking using it. That's true. Where did it go? Yeah, it didn't. It's not on these people's fucking mattresses. Fucking wishing well. Like, where's it yeah. going? Go pull it out of those. Oh, every defunct mall got to go pull it out of the fucking. Yeah. Right out. Kind of start digging around your wells. couches. That's ridiculous. Nobody's using it. How's there a fucking shortage? Doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, if I if I go and buy like something that's under ten bucks, like lunch or something, like a sandwich. Like I went yeah. to a food truck like uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was nine dollars on the dot. Mm-hmm. I had a ten spot on me, and I paid the guy, tipped him a dollar. Did you have a hundred pennies for a fucking change? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I just you no. Know, he had a single. Luckily, dropped it right in the tip oh, jar. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for, obviously, for the most part, I'm using like a rewards credit card just because it's, it's nice. You get those Amazon reward points. Points, or, yeah. Yeah. Amazon so it's it's definitely like I'm definitely ninety percent plastic, probably more. But it's nice to have – I like having a little bit of cash. You never know. It's weird how that's like the direction that things are going in, though, where not only are we eliminating cash, we're trying to re- just replace it in total, something completely different. Not we, but uh, somebody is. That's definitely an age thing. I think a little – like my wife is going out uh, this weekend with some uh, people that are older. By older, I mean like late 40s. So, like, maybe, like, 10 years older than me, a little bit more. Yep. And they don't do, like, the Venmo or any of that. Mm, okay. So, they, they bust out the cash at the table when they're splitting the bill, which is very old school. You don't see that I, yeah, I like at all. That's great. So they, and they know in advance, like, you know, have cash on you. Uh, I mean, I use Venmo. It's very convenient, but I do respect that. I do respect that move. Yeah. Of having cash. That is, I will, uh, if I'm going out to dinner and I don't know the, you know, exactly how it's going to go down bill wise, I will try and have, you know, at least a hundo on me just because I I like being prepared. Yeah. And I, and when I, when I go out, when I go out too, what I do is I'll, I'll go to the bank a lot of times and I'll get denominations. I'll get 20s, 10s, 5s. I want to have no – I don't want to have to be like, can anyone break it? No, I got it. I'll be the <laughs> bank. I'm like Monopoly. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays you're, you run to it more. You're, you're, you're a dying breed on that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm a dinosaur. That's the whole reason I had to get uh, Venmo was because nobody was paying anything else. Yeah, I mean, Venmo's very – it's very convenient. 
it's yeah. it's so convenient. Like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't fight against Venmo. It's it's very nice to have. Yeah. Yep, makes things real easy. Yes, it does. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'd like carrying a little cash on me. What's the worst predicament you can you know wind up in where you need cash? Because technically, I don't need it. Yeah, it used to be worse forever ago. But uh, yeah, I don't know what situations you could find yourself in now. Now everything you can, as long as you have a card, you're good. Everything. Used to be like you couldn't get a cab, right? But now there's Uber, and cabs have swipes in them. Um, Everything, even even like vendors, a lot of times at these baseball games, like a lot of them have yeah, they have, have something you can swipe. Something, yeah, man, people beg. Like the other day at the train stations, one was like, uh, "I'm four dollars short for a ticket." I'm like, "Well, you're not gonna find. There's not four dollars in this whole fucking place." Between all these people, you're not going to get $4. Yeah. So you're, you're in the wrong business, begging begging for dollars, lady. People yeah, has that, put, has that put like a – has that put a halt to uh, – Panhandling? No. Muggers? No, no. Uh, I'm not oh. talking panhandling. Muggers. Oh. Maybe. I mean, you got to figure everybody's plastic, right? You got to get creative now if you're a mugger. Yeah, geez. Yeah, do the whole uh, gun in your back, take the ATM thing now. Yeah, that's the way. That's that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take me to the ATM. Give me your, or just give me your pin. Good tip. Nah, I can't do the <laughs> pin because if you get if you get the card, you give the just give me the wrong pin. You gotta do like a. You gotta do like a two man mug job. You stay with. The person you're robbing, I'm going to go to the CVS and test out the pin, make sure it works. Yeah. Then they could just cancel the card, though. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem security. Security is pretty good, actually. I haven't gotten my card hacked in a while, but I remember a few years back. I don't. It was a while ago now. I had. I got a text right away. There was a charge in New Jersey. Mm. They were like, "Was this you?" I was like, "Nope." probably had to call them up and cancel the car get a new one but they're yeah. right on top of it and that's because probably because my phone is linked to the card mm. card was in new jersey phone was on me yeah yep. voila i mean i took the thing down to aruba and used it and there was no hmm. you know suspicious activity the only time i've ever gotten a card shut off has been a debit card when i've been in a different state you're supposed to like years ago you're supposed to alert your bank when you're going out like going on a trip overseas or something yeah, right. I guess I guess you don't need to do that anymore. Oh, you don't have to because yeah, I, I remember know. it got I might I don't know, I don't know because my card got shut off in Vegas a couple times. It's probably like, these are some these are some suspicious withdrawals <laughs> at two in the morning. <laughs> some, <laughs> they just playing jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, casino. That's that's you need cash. Yes. Yeah, casino you're going, and you're going, um, you're going to a casino. You're going big balling though. You're not going cashless to a casino, right? Unless you're a real scumbag. And gambling, I mean, gambling in general. If you're playing a number Powerball ticket, you need cash. Yeah, yep. And if you're going even now with sports gambling, if you're going to, uh, 
you got an OTD or a sports book, you got to have cash. You got to slide the bill in. I think so. Yeah. And swipe the debit card. Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to test that out. Could you swipe the debit card? And I don't, I feel like, could you do that? And then what upload? I feel like you need cash. It's just like a transaction. It's just like just like a charge on a card. No. That's hmm. what I, I don't know. I mean, my like my accounts on my phone, like those are all to the. Card. That's different. That you're using a personal account though on your phone. This is a, a you know communal machine that you're using. I would. I would. I have to assume. I'm gonna have to read into that. I'm gonna have to go do a trial run at an OTV to see. We, what the deal is? Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe not. Oh, I just, just I'm just thinking about the machines at OTB. Like you couldn't do a card there. Oh, Maybe. right for a horse race. Yeah, you couldn't do a card there. Oh, big news! Actually, speaking of horse races, we were talking about Francesca before. Yeah, he's got a horse in the uh, big stakes race on Saturday at Gulfstream. Okay, it's the Fountain of Youth. I think it's the biggest race at Gulfstream Saturday, and the winner automatically qualifies for the Derby, uh, but even I think he said even second, third, or fourth could qualify. So he's got a legit, uh, wow, a legit horse that could end up in the Derby. That'd be ridiculous to see Mike in Kentucky. Oh, oh my God! Please, I might have to bet this horse. I don't want to put the whammy <laughs> on it, but like Francesa with a horse in the Derby would be unbelievable. Derby. I just I want it so bad. That'd be so it. bad. That'd be amazing. High Oaks. That's his name? High Oaks? Yeah, it came from the house he bought in Long Island. The previous <laughs> owner called it High Oaks because the trees were high or some shit. Wasn't that interesting? He threw that yeah. in there like just as a flex. <laughs> my trees are big? Yeah, my trees are big. You know, when, when you buy a house with a lot of land. Big, big trees. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, not important. So, fountain of youth. Uh, yeah, and the horse, I, I saw the morning line. It looks like it's eight to one. It's the nine horse. Uh, it's probably like the fourth or fifth favorite maybe. So, like middle, above average shot, I would say. A little kind of middle of the pack, 13, 12 horse field. I mean, anything with high in the title, I think it's a uh, it's good, good horse to take a chance on. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Junior Alvarado, I believe, is the Oh, good the jockey. jockey. Yep. All right. Good jockey. Yeah, brand name. Brand name. Uh, okay, great. What's the, name of this, what's the name of the race again? Fountain of Youth. Okay. Fountain of Youth Stakes. Yeah, and I guess it's a little bit easier to get in the Derby this year because Baffert is disqualified. Mm. So his horses that all built up these points can't get in. Wow. So now it's a little bit easier. It's like it's being, you know, you're graded on a curve almost. I'm trying to think if I like that or not. I think I do like that. I mean, you got to get – I mean, you need a big field for the Derby. It's tradition. You got to give me at least – 
Oh yeah, twenty horses to start to start off with. Maybe a couple get scratched. You got to give me a big seventeen. Yeah, it's got to be like eighteen and seventeen off. You know, whatever. Right. Because you want a big payout. You want a big payout. You want to. You want some. You you want to feel like you can really break the bank on the derby. You can't really say that always about the Preakness and Belmont. No, no, no. Belmont sometimes has like six horses running. Um, Right. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I like the whole that aspect of the of Baffert not you know not being there. He usually has three or four horses running, right? I mean, yeah, in the Derby, I kind of like that he's not there. Yeah, I mean, I mean you'll still have some. Uh, what's his face, Pletcher? Pletcher, I'm sure he'll have yep. some horses. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know about Doug O'Neill, Dr- Drug O'Neill. I don't know if he'll have a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll see some of the. Some of the usuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, ba- no, Bobby Baffert. Right around the corner, huh? Jeez. It re- I mean, a couple months. Close enough. May seventh, I believe, is the the date. Mother's Day Eve. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. Well, all right. Nice. Wow. Got a got a race for the weekend now. Oh yeah. What's the tea what's the that's tea time? The uh what's post time? I don't know. Down to do steaks, let's see. Give everything else. Probably a late race, like a five, six o'clock. Yeah, it's out west, right? No, it's Gulfstream. Oh, Florida. Uh, LRE Racing, that's his company, and J E H. Uh, must be, yeah. Castellano's on a thirty to one horse. I got nice everything. Saw that, yep. I got everything but the fucking post time. Five forty two. There you go. So by six o'clock, we'll know if Frances is headed for the Derby. But uh, yeah, marking their calendars for sure. High Oak. Yeah, Oaks. High Oak. One Oak. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, I think we're good for uh, this edition of Sunday Pour. Good start to the weekend. Got everybody going, setting them up uh, the right way for a great fucking weekend. Thanks, as always, to all our listeners for spending the time with us. Glad you could make it. Yeah, I appreciate everybody tuning in, giving us a listen. Uh, Stick, hang in there, and we will uh, plowing ahead in March. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll see you Monday. Hey, I wanted to mention uh, thanks for Washington on Monday. <laughs> they were up at the half. I wish I bet the first oh. half instead. <laughs> they were. They looked really good in the first half, and then I went to bed, and I woke up. They lost by 11. <laughs> Oh, well. 
Um, Oregon State was also up at the half, and they ended up blowing it. Two home dogs. Uh, um, popular opinion, not going to miss uh, the Texas swing. The first two seasons, the first two uh, series in Texas, I don't mind missing those. Nah. Fuck the Rangers, fuck the Astros. I mean, the Rangers stink, but uh, nah. Nah. We don't need to go to Texas. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's always like a miserable trip to, for me. I don't know. I never liked those trips. Don't get to see the new ballpark in Texas, although we may have seen it last year. I don't even remember it. Yeah, we'll see it at some point. Yeah. In the playoffs, probably, when uh, the 15 teams make it. Right, right. Rangers will be the 10 seed. Oh, man. <laughs> Manfred is maybe – I don't know who's worse in my lifetime as far as commissioning, commissioner of a sport. I mean, Batman always gets shit, but I'm not close enough to hockey to, to understand why Batman's a shithole. But uh, – they lost a whole season. Yes, yeah, well that hurts. Um but Manfred might be the worst, just he's terrible. Like I hate listening to the guy talk. I hate watching him move around, <laughs> walk and talk. And uh he just never says the right thing. He never has never has any clue what the right thing to say is. And on top of that, I mean, this whole thing that's going on isn't great either. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, I can't figure out Manfred. I, I, he's, it's very odd. Just, even just down to the way his shirt doesn't really fit properly. He looks, you know, he looks and talks like he should be managing a CVS. Like that's, that's like the inspirational, that's the uninspiring like verbiage that comes out of that guy's mouth. Like he, like he should be rallying the troops for an overnight shift at McDonald's. It's very, it's very odd. Yeah, that's uh, probably where he belongs in like general retail. He looks, yes, that's yeah. what he looks like and sounds like. Yeah, or like a guy who's like rallying the troops, he's managing a Chili's or something like big night out there tonight, guys. Let's go get him. <laughs> and there's like five people in the place. We got a birthday party coming in at seven. Yeah, exactly. That's him. That's Manfred. <laughs> Fucking odd guy. Yeah, man. It's uh they seem very comfortable. And I don't know. I feel like now's the time they should be right. They they they're with each other until three o'clock in the morning. Extent of the deadline till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If they get anything done, I feel like now's the time they should be I mean, I feel like they should have been doing this since the blackout started. Instead of waiting like a month and a half to actually start negotiating, um, so who am I to talk about urgency? But I feel like now's the time. Like, go get something done. You're losing two weeks of the season. Now's the time. Like, figure the fuck out. Get to work. Right. So now, yeah. it's, now it's gonna make another fucking deadline, and they're gonna you know bullshit each other until it gets close, and then hope that somebody panics and takes the offer. I think it's really what the owner's goal is, is just make these guys panic at the last minute when they put these uh, like arbitrary dates out for starting a season. And just say, yeah, it's oh, basically no, just a game of chicken is what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. 
Let's hope that let's hope that they panic and say, "Oh, we got to take, we got to take it." That's what they're offering, and if we don't if we don't take it, we're not going to play. Um, right, because if they don't play, then the owners lose money. Everyone loses money if they don't play. Yeah. Yep. I got nothing on baseball. <laughs> yeah, I. Just wake me up. I'm 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 engulfed in March madness right now, so it hasn't really hit yet. It'll hit in like April first or whatever the date is that the season's supposed to start. Then then it'll hit. You have um you have a team this week. Yeah, I've, I've had a hard time like coming up with a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a somewhat of a long shot. To the casual viewer, they're they're kind of a long shot. If you've been following that college basketball closely, you, I think this team might be on your radar, but I kind of like Rutgers. Wow. Yeah. Rutgers, they've had a good season. Got a couple breaks along the way, from what I understand. But uh, they've beat a lot of ranked teams. They've won yeah. some road games. Yeah. They just beat Indiana. Uh, they beat Michigan State and Michigan State, who kind of stinks right now, but still. Uh, I know they beat Ohio State, Illinois, I believe. Uh, they beat Purdue at the buzzer. You know, they got a closer, Ron Harper Jr. Mm-hmm. He's a bad man. Guy's an assassin. You know, he beat Indiana cold-blooded the other night. That Purdue game from earlier in the season beat him on basically a half-court shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, I, you know, I look, for, I look for good guards. I like Ron Harper. You need you need you need a you need a cold blooded guy at the end of these games, and uh, they got should have went to the Sweet Sixteen last year. They lost to Houston round of thirty two. Houston ended up going to the Final Four. Rutgers had them on the ropes and blew it at the end. So maybe a little redemption. For, uh, I'm not sure where Lenardi has them seated, but I'm pretty sure he has them in probably like in the ten seed range, maybe. Um. Fuck, I was just asking a question. I was in the middle of saying something. I fucking lost it. Oh. Nope. Oh, what year is Ron Harper? Uh, I believe I believe he's a junior. Okay. I could I could be wrong. I wanna say I hope he's not a freshman because I, I I went on that. Oh, he's a senior. Okay, he is an upperclassman. Yeah, my, that was my reasoning behind him. Guard, I like guards. I like upperclassmen guards that can score the ball. Wow. A really banner year for the Northeast, um, like those second-tier schools. Look, Iona's going to make a run. Rutgers going to make a run. Iona, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I think both of those teams will win it. I think Rutgers can go to a Sweet 16. I I really do. I think last year they should have, and I think they're back for a little bit of redemption this year. Uh, probably won't be easy. You're going to have to pull in at least at least one upset to get there. But uh, I don't know. You know, they've, they've beaten – they've been a little Jekyll and Hyde. That's their problem, Rutgers. You know, this worries me, a team like that, like you said, coming off a year where they should have gone a little further. I worry about, like, the letdown. Like, you know, sign – you, you got them – not you personally, but like you got them signed up. Like, okay, they're going to take the next step, and then bang, they run into a wall, like in the second round or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they're going to be dogs every step of the way. So it's not even like they're coming back as a favorite. 
No, I know. It's just it's, that's fine. It's nothing to do with favorite or not. It's just uh, it's just you know you you as you know you looking for them to take that next step. You saying that they got what it takes. They got the upperclassmen, and then you know they get there and just they run to like something that they can't possibly. Yeah, like Kentucky. With. Right. Although Iona lost tonight, huh? Oh shit! Did they? Yeah, Manhattan beat them. Yeah, right now Lenardi has Rutgers as the last four in, so he has them in the playing round. That seems almost unfair. I mean, they've they've lost they some tough games. They have a lot of good wins for a team on the bubble, though. I will say that they should still get a bid, though. I, the first the first four are so disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, they've beaten Michigan State, Ohio State, at Wisconsin, home Illinois. Home Purdue, that's a lot of good wins. I, you know, but I'm sure they have. They lost to, like, Lafayette or some shit. We've seen some decent teams in the first four, though, that maybe shouldn't have been there, right? I feel like last year there was a team in the first four that – UCLA went to the final four. Oh, there you go. Maybe Rutgers is this year's UCLA. I think they'll get a bid. I think they have a lot of good wins. Yeah. And you know, like you said last time, they love storylines. And I think Rucker, some something about Rutgers is like they 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 always seem like the little engine that could when these D one sports when they get going for a season. They see it in football once in a while with them, right? Yeah, like one, yeah, once Rucker. in my lifetime, they had a big they had a big win against somebody on a Thursday night football game. I think it was Louisville. Okay. People always seem to like Rutgers for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I'm not a Rutgers guy for obvious reasons. Just uh, in-state rivalry with Seton Hall. Right. And, uh, but they always seem to get, like, that underdog fan. Because there always are underdogs. But, I mean, they always seem – people just I – don't, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it's my just perception. Because I don't like them. Because I'm Hall. Well, they are the under – I mean, they're not – a. But do people rally around them? Like, I feel like they get a little bit too much love. Is this because they're a local team? People like to rally around the local teams. Is that why I see that? Uh, so you're saying they get local love? I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. I thought I just in my mind when I was saying it, it, it felt like people kind of like they like to see Rutgers do well. And maybe it is local. Maybe well, it is they're like a little end. They are a little engine that could. They're never really good. Yeah. I will say this about Rutgers. They play Penn State Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I wouldn't lose that game because Penn State's really terrible. Okay. That could be uh, – you don't want to lose that game. Don't give the committee any reasons to look twice at you. It's like Seton Hall. Like, Georgetown was close yesterday. Like, how is – you can't have Georgetown in a close game. Like, it's not going to reflect well on you when, they, when people talk about you. Yeah, Georgetown is bids. atrocious. Yeah. It was a tight game. I didn't watch it, but, like, it was too close for that fucking team. Yeah. And the team that wants to be in the tournament. I don't love uh, – I don't love seeing those chances to get in. I know they're a bubble team, but I feel like whenever they're on the bubble, they just don't get in. Oh, you, don't, oh, you think they might not get in? Yeah, I feel like there's too inconsistent. I and I, yeah, just no, nah, they'll get in. I don't know, man. I just I, whenever they're on the bubble, I don't like. I don't. Uh, I don't think they're on the bubble. They I mean a loss last night would be on the bubble, but I don't think they're really on the bubble. 
You don't think so? Nah, they're probably like an eight, nine, somewhere in there, maybe like ten. Yeah, but then if if they're if you're considering them as an eight and nine, and you go through them, and you're like, ah, oh, well, they're not, they're not. We fill our we fill out our nines. Here's our tens. Like, you want to make them a ten? Or we'll just skip over them this year. Some to the fucking NIT. They're not good enough to be a nine. Some to NIT. We get no. I think you're this negative thinking. I I think they're in right now. Yeah. I don't know. They've been in. They've been like Jekyll and Hyde. They've been very inconsistent too. Well, they don't have their point guard. Like their point guard's not coming back. That's a big, a huge loss. Ivy Leaguer. The kid's like 30 years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, miss, we miss having that old man on the team. Took advantage of that COVID year. Joey Brackett has him as an eight seed. That's, that's not even really a bubble. Against Wyoming. You gotta update this bracket uh, though. All right. Well, yeah, he's got he's got literally he's literally have has Rutgers as the last team in. I think he may have done this before their win against Indiana, but still. All right. Well, we'll see. I I, I always feel, I feel like you gotta win a game of the tournament too. Just to... you might have to play Georgetown again. Yeah, I would probably win that game. <laughs> Yeah, you got to win in the garden a couple times. Get that noon game. (laughs) Uh, Well. All right. Oh, by the way, you talk about your bank, your bank card being compromised. That's the next thing. Russians are going after uh, U.S. banks. So they they got nothing else to to do. So they all talk with the nukes. All they're going to do is hack our banks. Well, we'll go after the rich people first, and you can work your way way down to me. Go after the crypto. Yeah, go after the cryptos. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Good show, man. All right. I'll talk to you later. That's it.